everybody, to the Discover It podcast. This week, we're going to be talking creating new habits. Uh, we're going to have Jody doing the uh, presentation this evening. Go ahead, uh, Jody, and uh, take the mic. All right. Like Paul said, we're going to talk about creating new habits. So a lot of this stuff's going to come from this article I read by James Clear. And uh, he wrote this book called Atomic Habits, which is pretty good. Um, I have that in my audio book list. So in this article, he talks about how uh, Duke University did some research and found that our habits make up about 40% of our daily behaviors. So understanding how building new habits work and creating new ones are going to be important for, like, making progress, like in your health, happiness, and just your general way of life. And as we know, our subconscious and our it really make up a lot more than that 40%. So being able to change those things and improve on them are important. As you've probably looked into habits, you've noticed there's a lot of information out there on creating new habits. Uh, There's an entire book written just on the seven habits of highly effective people. So you know that this can get like really long and really in-depth, so we're going to try to kind of break it down and make it a little bit simpler so that you can actually be able to utilize this information. The first step is we're going to talk about starting with an incredibly small habit. A lot of times people struggle with building new habits. Um, They'll look at other people and they'll think, you know, I just need more motivation, or I wish I had as much willpower as you do. Well, that's kind of the wrong approach. So if you, if you look at willpower as kind of like a muscle, and as you use it more and more throughout the day, it's going to tend to get fatigued. So throughout the day, your willpower is going to go down. And I, I talked about that on one of our previous podcasts. So instead of really thinking of it as just needing lots of willpower, you kind of want to look at it as kind of like a motivational wave and understand that that willpower and that motivation is kind of going to go up and down. So you're going to have good days and bad days. Kind of to solve this problem, we can just pick habits that are easy enough where we don't really need as much motivation in order to accomplish those habits. And we can build on them from there. So like instead of doing 50 push-ups per day, maybe start with only five push-ups a day. Or if you're trying to learn how to do meditation, instead of trying to do 10 minutes right away, maybe just do one minute a day just to start. Something really easy that almost may seem too easy compared to your final goal, but it's enough to get you to do that one thing and make accomplishments little by little. And that's going to help boost your motivation and boost your self-esteem like we talk about. Uh, The next step is increasing your habits in really small ways. So 1% improvement for each habit is going to add up surprisingly fast. And it also goes for like a 1% decrease in habit. So remember, instead of trying to make this gigantic change and this gigantic new habit from the beginning, start small and then make really small improvements along the way. Like I said, this will boost your motivation. It's going to boost your willpower. And it's going to make you feel more confident that you can complete these habits to continue on and then slowly continue to increase and make progress on those habits. Um, The next is kind of, it's going to be build up by breaking your habits into like smaller chunks. So we talked about that 1%. So as you start making these 1% changes, it's going to add up a lot over the next like two, three months. 
So it's important that each habit that we have is kind of separated and then you keep them in their own little chunk to maintain that motivation to make that one habit and that behavior as easy as possible to accomplish. So like if you're trying to build up to like 20 minutes of meditation, instead of trying to jump into that, maybe break it up into like 10 minutes a day or something, two segments of 10 minutes. Or like back with the push-up analogy, instead of trying to do 50 push-ups per day, uh, maybe break it up into like five sets of 10. So by chunking these out, it's going to make it easier for you to continue and make progress on those habits. Uh, the next step is if you mess up or if you have a slip, to get back on track as quick as possible. So like even the top performers, professional athletes, things like that, they're going to make mistakes. They're going to have errors, uh, maybe get off track and completely lose focus on their habits. Sometimes it's difficult to get back on track. So this is important to make sure that we get back on track as quick as we can. And, you know, if you look at some research, it's going to show that if you missed one day of that continuous habit, it's really not going to make a huge impact on that long-term progress, right? If you start to put those failures together, you're going to eventually have an impact. So instead of trying to just be perfect all the time and having that all or nothing mentality, we need to kind of get rid of that and just remember you should expect to fail. You should have a plan for failure when it does happen, but know that it, it's probably going to happen. And, you know, take some time to think about what you're going to do to help prevent this from happening and what you're going to do if it happens and kind of have that plan already in, in place because we're going to have we're going to have emergencies, we're going to have things that will come up, and they're going to tend to interfere and kind of pull us off course from these habits. So if we think about that ahead of time and we have a plan in place and we're ready for it, then it's going to give us some uh, ammo to, in order to fight back, in order to bounce back quickly and get back on track. You just have to be consistent, not perfect. So focus on building that same thing over and over and when you do miss a day or you do have a failure, don't do it twice. Uh, the next one is be patient. Stick to like a certain pace. So learning to be patient is going to be kind of one of the most important things to creating a new skill and a new habit. You can make a lot of progress and be really productive as long as you're consistent and patient. So if you're adding weight to a gym, you probably should go a little bit slower and think that you're going to, slowly make progress than trying to add a whole bunch of weight all at once. So that, it kind of goes back to that fatigue too. So the patient, more patient you are, the more you're going to be able to sustain that increase and continue towards progress on those new habits. Especially in the beginning, consistency is really the key and making sure you don't, you don't try to get too motivated and, and increase your goals too fast where eventually you're going to cause a failure. So that's all I got. Thanks, Paul. Thank you very much, Jody. That was very, very good. I want to ask Ray, Ray, in the, in the past 10 years, uh, you've overcome a lot of bad habits, and so have I and most of us. What would, would you say has been one of the habits that's really uh, improved certain conditions in your life? Um, yeah, big habit 
for me has been saving money and changing my mindset altogether on, you know, how I spend and what it means to save so that I can utilize a, you know, a store of capital towards, um, towards things that will make me more money instead of having a habit of just spending to feel good, you know, kind of spending impulsively to fill a void. And a lot of people just think of money that way as a, a tool to buy things that will make them feel better in the moment. But a big habit shift for me was learning to save that money for one, and probably most importantly to have a safety net in the event that anything happens, or loss of job or uh, an emergency, medical emergency, something that would require some money that otherwise would put you in a very rough spot, just like with a, a change of job. Without any money saved up, it puts you in a, a very vulnerable place, makes it hard for you to develop a plan or to execute a plan in order to get yourself back on track because you have to worry about how you're going to pay for uh, a place, you know, keep a place to live, roof over your head, food in your belly, and things like that. So that was a habit change that had a, uh, you know, a dramatic effect on my outcome and my reality. I think that you were a per you are a perfect example of uh, two or three years ago when your job job situation changed and uh, had you not had some of that money saved up, like you just said, uh, you'd been in an awkward situation, wouldn't you? Absolutely. I, I was in a comfortable state, you know. I had no concerns, no worries uh, immediately. And I was able to navigate through another source of income <clears throat> and back to my stable position before I ever had to worry at all. So I think a lot of how I handled the situation and recuperated or recovered was due to not having that intense pressure and worry looming over me because I didn't have any preparations. So it made a huge difference in how I handled that situation. And had it been different, I may have put myself in, you know, more and more risky situations and situations that just weaken my position long term and leave me in a worse state than I was before. Whereas without that worry and that concern, I was able to move with patience, with purpose, and get myself back on track. And a lot less stressful too, huh? Absolutely. <laughs> I remember when that happened to you. You 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 handled it very well at that particular time. I, I saw a lot less stress than most people in your same situation that didn't have some kind of savings, you know. Right. Thank you very much, uh, Ray. Appreciate the uh, input. Let me ask you one thing, uh, Jody. What's a habit that you change in your life that's uh, made a big difference? I think for me, one of my biggest habits was just the general thinking. 
like we talk about that past program conditioning and that internal thought, a lot of times just habits like getting in the car. Like I used to always listen to the radio. So I'd get in the car, listen to the radio, and zone out. So some some new habits I do is when I get in the car, I'll, I'll turn my Audible on. And I'll listen to audiobooks and things like that and doing all these little things to kind of improve. Sometimes it goes back to not the greatest anymore, but like eating out fast food. Like sometimes it's real easy to always drive to a place and get food instead of try to actually go inside a store and get something that's healthier. So I think I've got a lot of little habits, no real significant habits that I've changed. But like I said, small things make a big difference. Thanks. Thank you, uh, Jody. Like you said, uh, habits, you know, you've got to make a decision. And what I relate to uh, habits that you want to get rid of is the three-step program, identify, confront, and become proactive. You know, identify the bad habit that you have and then make a decision you're going to change that habit by making a choice. And from that point on, just use the proactive third step, overcome those habits consciously, step by step by step. Any, anybody else want to say anything before we get off tonight? All right, gang. Next Thursday night, 730. Be sure to have your friends, family, and enemies. Give us a call at 518-992-1035. Don't forget, next Thursday, 730. Thank you very much. Bye-bye now.